Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Gary Toy Ag Trader Talk and lower prices in the grains today. Cattle futures were higher and hogs lower. Garrett, let's start off talking about the corn market, new contract lows. And really, there's no story to help support that market right now, is there? There really isn't. I mean, the weather forecast, the, the weather story is in soybeans. Um, and the market will get concerned or pay more attention to corn weather in South America uh, when the safrina crop gets planted. And that's going to be in 30 to 60 days. So uh, until then, um, you know, we basically just keep our powder dry. And with the carryout being as big as it is, uh, there really isn't, uh, you know, it's, it's going to take quite a bit to get this market worked up. I mean, the funds have a big short in here in corn and, and wheat. They're basically neutral in soybeans now. Um, you know, we're, we're just trying to find some demand and, and uh, kind of drift around recklessly. So do you think there's a lot of downside risk here? I mean, it's hard to tell right now this time of year when you have this light holiday volume, isn't there? It's, it's the corn market, as I mentioned, is basically a typical carry market. Um, you know, December went off the board last week, um, 455 levels. You know, final two months of the mark of its contract, it traded a 455 to 480 level. Uh, 475 was a very important level for for December corn. We kind of consolidated around there earlier in the week, and and now we're kind of drifting lower. Um, you know, if from that standpoint, if we're you know assuming the 455 to 480 range that December had at 470 March futures, we're towards the upper end of the range here. So uh, drift down to 465, maybe 460. I think you'll see some demand there. Um, you know, I don't know. China seems to kind of have their coverages, and, um, you know, covered here near term. They did have record imports in November. Um, you know, you're seeing some shifts in trade patterns there because they are buying South American Brazilian corn. Um, so that changes things a little bit. But, but yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of wondering here where, you know, we find some support 465. I'm not one of the people that, that think we're going to completely collapse here. You know, the, the, these, you know, the spreads were weaker out here. Um, you know, we're, we're still in this 450 to 480 type range. Garrett, soybeans lower. It seems like we're trading the extended forecast in Brazil, but do you think we need to be taking weather premium out of that market? Um, you know, the, 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 the market doesn't have much risk premium in it, you know, and, uh, it's been a confusing market. Um, you know, soybeans have uh, basically consolidated here at the bottom end of the range. Um, soybean spreads, the front end has screamed here. So, some, you know, the cash market is tight. We even saw receipts canceled last night. We have about 2 million bushel of, of uh, commercial receipts on the street that can be stopped as a, as a backstop. Um, but, you know, flat price, you know, we haven't really paid much attention to weather in the bean market for almost two weeks now um you know production estimates keep coming lower um but uh from a grand scheme of things everyone's focused on brazil but not so much in argentina argentina had some rains this week um and without a drought there uh that offsets a lot of these potential brazilian uh production losses as well so from a net net uh south american output should be uh you know you know we we have a, a lot a lot more ways, a lot more ways to go as far as Brazilian cuts go uh, before uh, we could get things a little bit more exciting. So $13 is going to hold here as far as pretty good support for a while, then you think? It has, <laughs> you know, and, and not only do we have the supply issue, uh, supply issues out here, but, you know, there's you know, underlying concerns about the Chinese crush margins, Brazilian crush margins, U.S. crush margins are good. 
Um, but, um, you know, you've got some underlying demand here, um, demand questions as far as the Chinese crush into 2024 as well. So uh, hopefully, I mean, the, the market isn't long anymore. I think the market still, you know, with the, something's happening in this Jan March bean spread. Um, you know, we still have a fairly tight U.S. situation. The farmer, uh, we're, we're 60 days removed from harvest. So if the commercial ownership is dwindled here a little bit. But, um, you know, like I said, something's going to have to break here. Either this, these spreads are going to uh, continue to explode if flat price can't rally or, um, you know, flat price rallies and allows these spreads to relax a little bit to, you know, the flat price needs to do the work of originating soybeans. You bet. Okay, so corn and wheat have kind of pulled each other down at times here. But do you think we're just seeing technical selling here today again in this market? Uh, today's short-term view, I think today's price action was uh, technical action. Um, um, you know, the, the underlying support in the wheat market has been the Chinese buying. Um, you know, a month ago, there was reports that China was asking to roll their, their, their European cargoes forward to after the first of the year. But now they're, they've got probably seven cargoes in the French uh, lineups. So uh, the, the level of the amount of uh, cargoes that were rolled forward appear to be fairly minimal. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is with those cargoes being executed, um, probably keeps them out of the U.S. market short term. Um, then you do have, uh, you know, Kansas City lost to Chicago today, and I do think that uh, the, the improved chances they're talking some snow, uh, improved moisture chances down there uh, kind of weighed on things because we had Kansas City lose oh, a good three to four cents to Chicago today. Yeah. So what about the cattle market? Uh, we look like we put the low in, but, you know, how far do you think we can run this thing? And are the funds establishing, reestablishing any longs or not? Um, you know, well, we're kind of in an interesting spot because this is testing the, the uh, upper end of the, the downtrending channel off of the highs from September. Um, today was very interesting with the bullish engulfing candle. Um, you know, we start to get a little bit more resistance in this 170, 172 levels, depending on what cash does. Uh, holiday trade is uh, interesting. Um, you know, it kind of mirrors things um, to see how how um, cash acts now that the holidays will you know essentially be behind us from this point forward. So, um, you know, I think your upside here. We've had a nice. Well, we've rallied eight dollars off the lows. Um, you know, we have another dollar or two before we start getting into technical resistance and see where cash goes from there. Yeah. What's your outlook on feeders? Uh, corn obviously helped the feeder market today, but. Lower corn. Um, I see the index is about $2 higher and that's about where we ended the day. It was, you know, 215 higher, 224. Um, we're kind of here as far as resistance concerns. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't have a strong bias one way or another as far as directionality in, in feeders at the point. If corn drifts lower, obviously that's going to lend support. Um, and as we mentioned off air, um, you know, I follow a lot of sales barns. Um, you know, there seems to be a disconnect between, um, uh, you know, the futures market and, and what you're seeing for actual sales because the, the, the cash sales at the uh, sales barn seem to be <laughs> pretty strong here still. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing from all of our uh, feeder customers out in the country as well. Hogs went the opposite direction, cattle hog spreads, or is that just the function of the fact that we can't find lows in the cash or the cutout markets? We just we just can't forge a low here in the cash. I think the cash is going to be king. I mean, um, we're at a level where we should see things stabilize as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's just, it, it's kind of like corn. You know, there's just no story at the moment. So uh, we just kind of drift. 
No doubt. All right. Thanks for joining us, Garrett Toy with Ag Trader Talk. That's Markets Now. <laughs>